Hey friends, let's talk. So today I have a guest, Aiden. What's up, what's up? And we're going to talk about friendship and mental health. So what do you think about it, Aiden? Oh, I think about friendships. And mental health. Like what impact do you think uh, friendship has on your mental health? Yeah, obviously um, it's, it's significant, right? Um, it's not directly correlated, I don't think. Like people don't think that, but your friends are like one of them are the first people you go to away from family to mm. really vibe with and connect with and share with so if you have a bad environment at home let's just say you first go to your friends and if that's not a comfortable environment for you i you're in a b- bad place you know you're surrounded by bad people yeah so um for me, I feel like they really impact your mental health, especially like if you have friends who are not supportive of you, who are not comfort mm. like comforting you, who are not really necessarily there for you. Like, okay, you can have fun with them, but at the end of the day, you also want to have people that you can confide in at the end of the day. Yeah. And I feel like if you don't have those people around you, or if you do have them and they aren't, they don't give you what you want from them, basically. Mm. And I feel like that impacts you. Like, um, for example, I'd say if you have friends who bring you down mm. like if you want to go and celebrate to them about an accomplishment and they really don't take it like seriously they take it very lightly then that impacts you then you'll be like okay so if i'm doing what i'm doing and it's not good you and my friends are not yeah. yeah so maybe i'm not doing something good enough mm. yeah, yeah. Have you, you've had that before no thank god have you been where a position where someone's come to you about something i a lot yeah yeah a lot where people have come to me and Honestly, like, I'm a person that my friend's win is my win mm. at the end of the day. That's, that's, a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, so if they're, like, having something that they want to celebrate about, then we'll all celebrate about it, you know? Yeah. Okay, friends who make comments about your physical appearance or your mental well-being. Positive or negative? Negative. Who would say to me? Like, they'll be... It, like, they'll say, like, Aiden, you're too short. <laughs> But in a bad way, like, okay, maybe you're insecure about being short, and then they tell you, like, Aiden, you're too short, you know? Yeah, but th- that's, like, not a friend, is it? You know what I mean? But sometimes they do in a banter way. It get, Yeah, I get that. Like, even I get comments about my height from my friends, which I don't mind. I'm not insecure about my height. But it can get to a point where it gets frustrating because, like, yeah, it's too much. There's, like, a limit, you know? I was... I can... You're tolerant of certain things until it gets to a point where you're, like, stop you know mm. where it gets too serious um i had the same thing but it wasn't to do with, like physical appearance it would just do about like these like um comments just mm. nagging comments you know like you're in a friend group and like someone it was about mental health i think it yeah was, but at that time it was like, maybe two or three years ago it wasn't a massive topic in like mm. uh you know what i mean like we never really fussed about it and so when that did top topic did come up and like a, it was a football player at that time he came out and said, oh, I was struggling with this and that. And they all just, like, threw shade at him. And I kind of, like, inputted something that I thought was a bit valuable. But they shut it down. And when that happens, something like that, it's a bit like, oh, wait a minute, you know, chill out. Mm. But, like I said, I don't know about you, but I would never let get to a stage when it's physical appearance, there's a limit. You know, there's banter. Yeah. And then there's, like, hey, shut, shut you know. I get you. Cut them out, I think. Truly. I feel like it's uh, now it's easier for me to cut people out than before. I would keep mm-hmm. people, yeah. I would keep people and be like, okay, there's a red flag there. 
Okay, next one. Yeah, I just wait for them to keep coming, and then at one point, when it gets too much, then I'll be like, it's time to like go. Do you have any friends still from school? Yes. Like close friends still. So we reconnected uh, two years ago. But in high school, we were like we we're not very good friends, but we were friends. And then we stopped speaking. And then two years ago, like twenty uh, twenty lockdown, we reconnected and. Like, she's the closest person to me right oh now. Oh, wow, that's, that's cool. So, yeah. She, I hope she comes on the podcast one day, but she says she has stage fright. <laughs> Is she in Dubai? No. Oh. But True. no, like, even like that, everyone from my high school, I'm not in contact with any of them. Just, yeah. just, one, just one guy, and he's in the UK. But other than that, you just... Nothing, you know? Because it's, like, not productive. You know what I mean? You know how in high school people think that your friendships are going to last forever? Mm, they yeah. really don't. They, they really always... In high school, you don't know any better, right? Yeah, you don't know. Right? When you're young, you, you don't know. Once you leave that environment, you realize, well, what was the point of that? I feel like even in uni, it's going to be the same thing. Like, you think the friends you make in uni are friends for life. But yeah. once you leave uni, then you're going to, like, start working. Then work. Your work buddies are going to be your friends for life. Like, no. But do you feel you've met anyone that you, you think you're going to be friends with for the rest of your life? In, in uni? uni? Yeah. I hope so. Like, I hope the friend group I made are, like, for lifers. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hope so. Yeah, no. But... It's hard, though, making friends in uni, I feel. It is. Compared to, like, high school. I don't know. For me, high school... Okay, so high school, I was actually bullied. Mm. So I, I had friends, and then I stopped having friends. And then uni, I said I'm not going to have friends when I yeah. first joined. And I was like, no, I, I'm going to wait for someone to be friends with me first. And then I made a friend because, like, we had to do group work. And it was a girl I didn't like. Mm. The girl on my episode, Elisa. Oh, yeah? The I, yeah, and she became my best friend, actually. But I didn't like her. So I was, uh, But then I was like, you know what, like, we have to work in a group. And so the professor, she gave us, like, these sheets, uh, like, to ask questions about ourselves before yeah. we, like, become a group. And we actually, like, laughed and, like, we had so much fun throughout the whole thing. And then she's been my friend since 2019. It's also them like you don't those you don't expect to be mates with. Yeah. You just vibe with them. Yeah. You know? But I think you gotta go in the mindset where I'm just gonna be myself. Mm. And then if I can vibe with someone being natural, I think that's that's pretty cute. I think yeah, about being yourself. I think with friends like if you start a friendship out with like you're not you're really yourself, mm. yeah. at the end of the day like it's, it's not gonna you're work. yeah, it's not gonna work. And you're just like trying to fit in. Mm, yeah, you get that a lot in high school actually. Yeah. Fitting in. Yeah, even in uni, some people just try to... Like, you see the way they are. Like, their character is not the same, like, to how they truly are. But yeah. they're really fitting... They're trying to fit in with these people. But they don't even look happy, like, trying to... Fit, like, mm. they just want the maybe the status or the... I think it's the popularity, you know? Who's popular in our uni, though? I don't know. You just see, like, these common groups. You'd be like, oh, okay, that's... They know everyone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The loud ones. The, yeah, the, the ones in big groups, always. Yeah, my days. So irritating. But... Uh, physical. You said physical appearance. You never let it get to that point. No, um, but it, it was never something that, um, you know, growing up because I was in sport, mm. I was fortunate enough not to let myself. You know what I mean? Like mm. I was in a average, but but I, I would see it. You know, I would see bullying in through physical sense, and it's rough. But mm. you don't speak up about it because we were in school. To be fair, we were in a progressed school where it wasn't too much bullying. Mm. Um, everyone, everyone stuck, stuck up for each other, but it was like you have to understand it was just banter, you know. 
yeah. it's pure ban. So I'm sure if we look back now, you could say it's bullying. But at that time, it was just, oh, he's having a laugh. Oh, he's doing this and that. But no, never never get too serious about, oh, he's this and thighs or no. Yeah. Have they ever made comments about your mental health? Like, for example, you say you have anxiety. They'll joke about your anxiety. No. They're like, oh, now he's going to overthink now. Oh, now he's going to, like, it's panic. It's overthinking. Um, anxiety. Anxiety. It, it, it comes with anxiety, yeah. Overthinking, like, in a sense, like, give me, like, Give me an example. Overthinking where it's classed as anxiety. So, for example, um, let's say your friend is not um, answering your calls. No, maybe they're answering your calls, and then that, like, maybe that voice is just like different, like from oh, the way this. Yeah. And then you start overthinking about everything. Like, oh, wow. maybe yeah. they don't like me anymore. Maybe this and that. No, like, no, no, you yeah. know. I've definitely had that. Definitely. But have your friends made comments no, about it? But they don't know about it. Oh, okay. I just keep it to myself. But like. I, I told you earlier. I don't. Ha- I'm not. In a, I don't have a massive friend group. Mm. You know, to me, I've got one older brother, and to me, he he acts naturally as that best mate of mine. Mm. So I can confide in him, and obviously he'll take the mic every now and then. But that's my best mate. You know. Mm. So when you ask me about anxiety and stuff, I'll go speak to someone, and then I'll tell him, "Oh, this 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 happened," and then he'll just tell me, "Chill out." You know what I mean? But mm. I've been in a situation where. Overthinking, like I didn't know, is part of anxiety. It is. is Even it? I didn't know at first, but then it is. And yeah, and like, oh yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it, it's well bad. Y- you the same? Yeah, I overthink, but I don't think anyone has made fun. Like I've had people make fun of my breakdowns. Oh, okay, that's a bit. That's that's not nice. Yeah, but like, um, I have close friends who make fun of it, but which I like. It's funny now because like she just mocks the way I cry, and I'm like. Would that be banter? Would you class that as banter, or would you take? I it? would. I would class that as banter unless it's something that was is really is really close to me and it's hurt me. And then you're making fun of my breakdown. Then I would be like. So you've drawn the line to them. Yeah, like I feel like even my friends know there's like a boundary where yeah, yeah. what we can make fun of and what we can't. Like even before I was told that I cut off people, mm. and then I was like, okay, I don't mind now. People cut me off, but I don't want to be cutting off people. You don't. I don't like I don't I put it on my list I have a list of bad habits so I put it on my list of bad habits like I cut people off. But is that a bad habit though? It is a bad habit cutting people off. You think? Yeah. If you're cutting them out for a benefit to you, how's that a bad? Not cutting them out, cutting people off, like, like interrupting them. Sorry. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was like that's in my list of bad habits. So, I worked on that and then I feel like now it's up to a point, like, sometimes I get interrupted, which I don't mind, but as long as I don't interrupt. Have I ever interrupted you in our convos? No, okay. I don't think but so. But you would tell me, though, isn't it? I, I wouldn't, actually. No? Yeah, I'd let you finish what you're saying, and then I'll say my two cents. Oh, yeah? shit. I, I'm going to overthink now. No, don't overthink, please. <laughs> don't overthink. So, 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 you, so you're actually is overthinking anxiety. Yeah. Any stage of overthinking, like, it may be the smallest thing ever. Okay, so I'm not a psychiatrist. No, I don't no. know exactly, but I know it has to do with anxiety. Because, like, is you're anxious. You're basically overthinking. But, okay, yeah, dang, I didn't think of it like that. So, you have you been in that, overthinking? I had an episode about overthinking. I overthink a lot. I overthink for other people as well. Like, if I'm in a scenario where... Um, You've heard a story, and then you no. Know. If I'm in a scenario where my sister, for example, is about to do something, 
I start overthinking, like, no, don't do it. Like, don't do it. And she's like, mm. if I'm not overthinking for myself, why are you overthinking for me? Because I get scared for the people, like, close mm. to me. And I'm like, yeah. so I start overthinking for them. And I overthink for my, like, I won't even overthink for myself. It's like, it's you. But yeah. I, I mostly, yeah. like, overthink with myself. Oh, man. But for me, it's mostly to do with self-doubt. Like I said in my last episode, where I start questioning my character. So it gets to that stage then? Mm. But it has to be like something specific that has happened. Then I start questioning. Yeah, that's eye-opening, that. I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat, though. Yeah. Thinking. It's a small thing, but it's not. Um, where, like, friends even make fun of um, your family. Oh, that's a line. That's a line. That's a line. Massive line. I've I've known people who ba- like they banter with people like about like maybe like family stuff, but for me it's like I've already told my friends like I like m- people are close enough to do that which I do, I don't mind I don't ki- like that's their friendship but me it's like so it's yeah res- it's out of respect you know but I've never got to a stage where I've spoken to someone about um, family matters never mm. my whole life I've never spoken to anyone of my friends about my family life ever. You know, because I just don't trust. Uh, you know what I mean? But, like, so w- with the friends you have, like, you trust them with everything else but family-related stuff? I don't I don't trust, like, define... No, I don't trust them with, like, family, and I don't trust them with my... The stuff I keep personal, mm. maybe just to my... But, like like I said, my, my brother, he's that best mate of mine, right? So he knows everything. You know, he knows everything that I have, mm. like... So I like confided him and my mom too, but stuff like stuff you're saying, I would never be able. I don't think in the next, in right now, I don't think I'll ever get to a stage where I can tell someone else. Tell someone who's not family, mm. this is gone on. And for me, it's the opposite. I don't that. tell my family. I tell my friends. You don't tell your family. No, I tell my friends. But family-related stuff, I tell my friends like. Some things. There's some things that I really keep to myself. Like, I'll never, I don't think, ever open about. But some I'll keep, t- I'll tell them. I think for me, it's like exposure, right? I'm exposing something that's so deep. That, not not deep, but, like, so personal in this one circle. And I'm giving it to you. And how you, like, maybe you're scared of how they're going to react. Are they going to take it? What if they, like, you bring something up and they take it in a bad way and they don't respond in an ideal way? You're never mm. gonna forget that, right? Yeah, true. You're never gonna, you know. I, I don't know, but this is what I believe in: don't open up until they open up. Yeah, I believe in that. Like, don't open up first. Wait for someone to open up to you, then open up to them. Yeah, that's what. Before that was the opposite with me. I would just open up to people, and then now there's random people <laughs> knowing yeah. stuff about me that I'm not even close with. So, so right. So at this stage, your close mates, you share with them. It's like, not your family, though. My, You see, the thing is, like, things, like, recently, I feel like I've gotten close with my mom where I share things with her, but, like, not too many things, because at the end of the day, like, I don't want, like, she has her own problems. I don't want to put my problems on top of that. Mm. Like, the only time when I really need my mom is when I'm stressing. So that's, like, I call her and I just cry to her and I'm stressing and I'm telling her. That's the only the only time, like... Like, I'm sorry if you have so many problems going on, but this is the one time mm. I really, really need you. But with my friends, it's like, I, I I don't care about them, like, how they feel with the things, but I just want them to, like, 
you want hear some, me. Yeah, you want yeah. to vent. Yeah, I just want someone to just hear me. Like, for me, it's not like, oh, speaking back to me, like, telling me what you think or, like, giving me advice or, like, comforting me. I don't care about that. You just just listen express, to me. Yeah. Yes. And that's, like, a struggle that I've had with many friendships where they weren't listening to no me. To, huh? No, they weren't, like, I would say something and then they bring up something related to them. Just that. I think that's based on maturity levels of that person. Mm. If they're not mature enough to sit and hear someone else's problems and respond directly to it, and they just go on another tangent, it's just based on how mature they are, you know? Because mm. I feel if I if I come to you with a problem, you're going to be mature enough to directly sol- sort out. You don't have to solve it, but you can help me get through it. That yes, sense. exactly. Others would just, they don't know what to do with that kind of information, you know? Yeah, but I, I respect people who don't know, like, how, how to uh, take, like, how to deal with people who vent to them. Like, one of my friends, she, like, she, like, she struggles. Like, sometimes when I call her crying, she'd be like, oh, she'd call another friend, like, please help, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say, which I understand. Like, she doesn't know how to comfort. But there was another friend I used to have, and she, one time, like, this actually hurt me, where I was, like, trying to vent to her. And I said, like, I wasn't the, the person that, like, that did did me wrong, didn't apologize to me. And she's like, oh, the person that did you wrong didn't apologize. Well, the person that did me wrong apologized to me. And I was like, but why are you telling me this now? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to hear the person that ever did you wrong apologize to you. Like, okay, good for you, but that's not, it's not good for me. Mm. And so I stopped, like, going to her for any, like... Personal? Are you, pers- still, you still made to that? No. Yeah. There's a lot of things that happened after that. Okay. Yeah, so... But that was, like, one thing that I was like, no, I, I can't. So even after that, and she, she was, like, the closest person to me in my life at that point. So after that, I had no one to go to. So I was like, I was speaking to myself, basically. I don't know that sounds crazy, but I was just like oh. venting to myself. All your mates now, are all of them forthcoming for you when you want to go to something? Yeah. All of them. Mm. That's, a nice, that's a nice circle to have that. Yeah. But sometimes like some, I just, it's not that I don't trust them. It's just that I'm not comfortable enough yeah. to like you know, really, like, really open up. You don't reach that stage yet. And yeah. But I don't know. I've always been in the sense where it's just... Exposing stuff that don't need to be exposed. I'm, I'm not exposing like secrets or anything. I'm just shedding light on stuff that may not be relevant to them. But, but like if they're friends, they should care about it. Yeah, but I feel like in high school, guys, they're not that, you know what I mean? They, they're not fussed about stuff like that. They just mm-hmm. want to like, you know, they're a different mindset. And I think girls are more mature in that sense where they can sit down and have a one-on-one or... And they can, you know, confine stuff. But, like, support. I feel like you can find that friend with a guy. Like you can. Yeah. You can, but in, like, in my high school, you couldn't. And I, I didn't look for that. I didn't want that either. But I'm just saying, like, the conversation... If I think back to the conversations we had as a group, it was just dull. You know, just... It was just laughs. That was always just having a laugh and nothing... Ever personal. No, nothing productive, nothing ever personal. It was just... I, I, it, we n- none of us were able to come to that stage where we can. Oh, I'm gonna confide in him because mm. I think, yeah, I, I don't think they felt the need to or they felt the strength to. You know what I mean? Expose themselves. So then, like in the circle of friends, like who who do they have to confide to then? Like no one. You make me look like a bad mate. No, 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 no! But, I'm not trying to do that. But honestly, they. It's not like you are supposed to step up and be like, I'm here for you. But I mean, all of you, is, you could you could have done that. Yeah, but like they never were 
it's not that we made ourselves not for not willing to come like i didn't make myself to to that person oh you can't come to me stuff like that Mm. i didn't didn't come across like that it was just he was not willing to share none of you were willing to share but yeah but because we kept our friendship just on the goofy side of it you know Mm. fun yeah at that time we also had like it was funny the girlfriends we had we you know what i mean you would confide to them but with just us mates no it was just like banter Mm. You know, but when I went through shit, though, I would go to my mom mm. with everything. You know what I mean? Good and bad. And now that you meant, like, at the back of my mind, I always knew she's always, she, my mom's always got problems with work and stuff. So I, I was very filtered in what I shared, the negative side. Yeah. But I shared a lot. The that's nice. Like, that's, like, it builds a relationship with your mom, which is nice. Yeah, because I've only got one brother, right? So when he went to university... Obviously, I'm not not spoken about my dad. It's not like I don't like my dad. My dad's also there, but it's easier for me to speak to my mom, right? Mm. But when my brother left for uni, it was just us three in the house. So, and I was not that person to go out. Mm. I don't know if I, I I hated going out with mates. I don't know why, but so many things came into that. But because I would stay home so often, I was I enjoyed that. I enjoyed, mm. you know what I mean? Speaking with your mom and all. Even me, my brothers all went for uni, and they were away, and I was just with my mom. And, like, my dad, yeah, and I still, I couldn't, no. I don't know, it's just, like, it's not that I don't trust them, it's just, like, I've seen what they've gone through, mm. I cannot just bring myself to be, like, I feel like my problem is too little for, like, no, to no, be I get saying that, yeah. to them. No, that's why I kind of meant when I, I was filtered with the yeah. other stuff, but, like, I, I, I didn't, it's a bit weird to say, but fortunately, I didn't have that many bad things gr- mm. growing up in high school. Yeah. Just to share, you know, like it was mainly to do with football. That was the main conversations every now and then. Very rarely I spoke about a girl. That 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 was it, you know. So, but the growing up, the the, the bad side of it, like the negative. Mm. And, and at that time, it was so important to me. But they've lived through life, you know, so mm. they they know the ABCs of it. So they could be like, yeah, I've been through that. Do this, do, you know what I mean? Yeah, they can help you out. They've been to experience. But about you, about your brothers leaving for uni, how did that affect your relationship? Uh, positive or negative? It, it was negative. Like when, so when I, I didn't see them that much because again, they mm. left for uni. And so then I moved to Dubai and all of them were here at the same time. Mm. They were working here and I moved here for uni. And so we're not really, we're not, we're not close that much. So I would like, my oldest brother, our relationship was very bad. Oh yeah? terrible and the second one it was good like he really like Mm. he understood like because for me it was my first time being away from my parents both of them and no not uh, but for my dad I've been away from him many times but my mom it was the first time and it was and my family because I like my nine years of life in Kenya like I was just with my family 24 7 like we lived in a house with me and my cousins and so it was so weird, like going, coming to Dubai, and then sometimes my brothers wouldn't come back home because they're out, and and so it's just me, and it's like I I couldn't, I was like finding it so hard to adjust, and like I was homesick all the time, and there was like before like before leaving Kenya, I was like ma- like two months or something, I was like oh I can't wait to like leave for because of freedom, mm-hmm. but when I reached Dubai, I was like you know I exchange any amount of freedom to go back. That's everyone. Yeah, I was like I I would exchange any amount like. And so, yeah, and then my third brother, 
we were close, um, because he's the youngest, and me and him were like closest in age. Yeah, like seven years though, but yeah. So we were close, Um, and then yeah, but then now, like through the years, like I feel like I've never been as close with my brothers as like I am now. Wait, it's funny because when my brother before we have an age gap of four years, Mm. before he left for uni, he was that popular guy in school, and I Mm. was his brother, and so. Um, he he was he he was just focused on his own thing, and he never really like we weren't we were just brothers. You know what I mean? We never spoke about anything or anything. We were just brothers. When he left, and he was edging to go. He was so excited to leave. He wanted mm-hmm. to get out. And same like what you've been saying. He left for those four full four years. He was homesick. The full four, and he struggled for the first year, second year, third. But what I knew is because of him going for four years, our relationship changed massively. Mm. We just became so much closer. Same with me and my parents. And when I left, I became the closest to them like that I w- ever was before. And so you think that's a good thing you left? Good, but at the same time, yeah, like it was very hard. Like three years for three, yeah, t- t- three years, I was like exactly the same, homesick. And like my sister would send me, like, she's not my sister, she's my cousin's daughter. And we grew up together and everything. So I call her my sister because I have no sisters. Mm. So she's my sister. And she would like send me pictures of everything that's happening in Kenya. And I'll just look at them and just cry. And I'm like, oh, if I was here right now, if I was here. And like my family would call me and they're all together. And they're like, oh, it's just you're missing. Like, Is this the right time no. to be doing? <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah. But they also, like my mate who I just spoke about, he, w- he went back to the UK. And he, I spoke to him the other day. And I was close with his dad too. His dad was pretty cool. And I said to him, I said, how are you dealing with homesick? He was like, yeah, man, I miss it. It's rough. And he was really close with his dad too. So I just told him the best thing, in my opinion, to try get, not get over it, but to, all right, to try um, minimize it is to keep your mind busy. Yeah. You know, like interact with, like he's living in the house of four. I said, go out with them, stay in uni, like, to keep your mind busy. Don't let you. Don't be in a situation where you're sitting down. Got you're just thinking about them. Thinking that's the worst. Because then exactly. you go into a hole. Exactly. And it's like. Rough. I feel like yeah, when you're alone and you're just sitting in your room and if you're having like bad thoughts, it's the worst place you can be at. Even though it's most comforting, like oh, you're in your room, you're in your yeah. safe space, but you it's the worst place. Yeah. yeah. But same like when whenever my family would do like these gatherings, I would find an excuse to like go out with my friends and be like, guys, let's go out. And then, so they're having that gathering and I'm having like out. So there's no calls or anything coming through where they can like show me who they're with and everything. Mm. So I wouldn't be like thinking about, I feel like even them, like the little ones, like I became so close with the kids in my family just because of the distance we've had. It's when you're away from them, that's how much you know. You're very close with them, yeah. It's it's also irritating to know that because why does it take someone to leave that time away and that distance away to know how much you mean to them, you know? So I think... Friends who continuously bring you down. Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, so friends who continuously bring you down. Um, You've been in that situation? Um, you know, I'm just remembering this one point where in high school where I was friends with these girls. And I thought, I like, I was new to the school and I was like, oh, I've found friends. And then they did something where there was... But, yeah, so they did something and... 
like and they like they sort this like after it happened I went to them and I see all of them just standing together and laughing at me and I was like what like I feel like that's just bullying. it's yeah, it, it, it is bullying but at the same time it's like I tell you something and you go and use it for your benefit like mm. to laugh at it mm. that and you're just bringing me down like and th- and then they just kept using like that scenario as a joke like just kept like and even I've saw it happen to someone where she opened up about something and then people used that as a joke and then they started like clowning her for it like they made a group chat and they started clowning her on the group chat and they added her to the group chat and like even after that they would like make slight jokes like oh you and this person like stuff like that and yeah like that like and it's the people that she called her friends so like these kind of friends are like they just bring you down when you open up about something that and that's one of the reasons why I always I take a step back and think, do I share share this with certain someone? But I feel like you also need to realize, like maybe this is the person I can share with. Like, is this? But how do you know that? Like, that takes time, right? I don't think so. No. No. You always think like time is what like brings closeness, but I don't think it's like I, I with friends. I don't think so, because even when I reconnected with a friend I did two years ago, I opened up about her like months later about some stuff. And she was like very, like it felt comfortable speaking mm. to her and like. Yeah, some people have that tenacity about them. We can just tell them anything. Mm. Okay, maybe you can open up about something small, not something too big, and then see the way they react to it. And then if they don't react to it in a wi- nice way, then. But I feel w- when I said it takes time, I f- from a, from a guy's perspective to another guy. Mm. Um, that's what I mean. But like, with, I feel girls, like I said, are a lot more easy to talk to. So yeah, it's true. different. But with a guy, yeah, I would. You know what I mean? That takes, in my opinion, time, time, time. time. Do you ever feel like a sort of regret that you told that person that, and now you know, mate? Do you ever feel like it could come back to you, or it's just like out of your mind now? I feel like I try myself. Like the one thing I try is not to regret about things. Mm. Because yeah. if, if it's happened, it's happened. There's no time machine that's going to take me to the past. To yeah. Like, I always, like, play past scenarios in my head. And it hurts me because I'm like, I could have said this differently. I could have defended myself. I could have stood up and stuff like that. But then at the end of the day, it's happened. Now it's taught me that the next time something similar to yeah. this happens, I'll change the way I speak. But I was in that same boat where, like, Couple like uh, so, my high school. I grew up here in Dubai, so my high school was year seven to it was a British curriculum, so year seven to year thirteen. And so I I met most. I didn't know. I knew knew a fair bit of people coming into, but it was still nerve wracking. But I made I made some three or four friends, but that was just through f- sport football. And year seven, year eight, year nine, year ten. When we started getting a bit older and stuff. Because I was, a, it was a weird um, situation, but I came from Canada, right? Mm-hmm. So my the schooling is weird. So I was a year b- below that I was meant to be. So I was always meant to be the year above. Mm. And so I was one year older, and I'm not the brightest kid, you know. <laughs> so, but they would always pick on up on that every single time, and that's one of the. It got to a stage where I'm like, CBA done mm. and i just took like so gcse's that's when you picked your own subject you mm. know you, you know that is yeah after the gcse so when we got to a level mm-hmm. you, it's it's that 
first step to independence because mm-hmm. it's, it's close thing to university. Yeah. You know, since A levels, oh, I just took myself. Just that mate out from the UK. That's him and I. He would he would still be mates with them, but I would just say on my own whatever, do whatever I need. But I was okay with cutting off. Okay, it was so easy because I knew that that's bullshit. You know. Yeah. There's a limit. There's a you're like there's a joke, and then there's like he they would constantly pick up on me, and it was like see, nah nah. Yeah, I get you. It, the same with with me, where I had this friend, and then we stopped being. It was high school, and then grade eleven came, and it was finals coming soon, and I just I just cut everyone off. Like yeah. I was always on my own. Like, and there was some people that would make fun of that. They would like walk past me and be like, "I am so lonely." And oh yeah. Yeah, but I didn't care. It's because like, I don't know. Like maybe other people are so used to having like, in I feel like in high school you're supposed to be in a group or with someone. Mm-hmm. And I was like on my own, and I didn't mind it because at the end of the day, like everyone that that was there, I didn't. I our relationships were not like very good. It's not some were not like bad at all, but like some was just like it was not good the way it started, the way it ended, and so even like that little like mocking or whatever you Mm. call those those little singing. It is childish. It it is. It is because I'm just like so. Are you like who's laughing except from you? (laughs) (laughs) Who's really laughing? No, but like, it, it's. I will, as when I talk about when I think about friendship, that one guy I keep speaking about. I, I understand what a true friend is when I look at the, his actions, because when I took myself away from that, mm. he would always call me on the phone. He'd always come chill with me at school, and even like I never went out. Mm. Like throughout those seven years, seven, I never went out because it was so hard with football, and I also preferred. Staying and I was too tired. Like I would have training or games on the weekends, and then I would like have a rest day, but I'd be so tired to go out. You know what I mean? Mm. But he would always, he never give up trying to call me. That's nice. It, it, it was just like uh, even I was taken back. I was like, this guy is crazy, you know? Yeah. But everyone else, they 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 couldn't be bothered. They stopped. They stopped inviting me to parties and this and that. But the reason I'm saying this is because it's always take yourself out for a little bit and see. Who could try to reach out to yes. you? Yes. See who try to message you. Mm-hmm. And from that, that's when you know, okay, he's a, he's a true mate. And this is one of them, this guy. No one else. I agree. Because even like the way people say like, um, stop texting first and see if they text mm. you. Yeah. It's 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 inc- insane how crazy that works. Yeah. Because you'll find people like will never check up on you if you don't check up on them. It's mad. But you learn. You learn yeah. from it. And you just Truly. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. It was... Crazy, absolutely crazy, but it's good though. It's good you get them out of your system. Yeah, it's like it feels nice when you have the right people in your life. When you s- you have a big circle, I don't think it's big. No, yeah. I have. I feel like I have different like f- uh, friends where it's like I have Eliza, like she's my closest friend here, and then I have two friends like we're a trio in Kenya, and then I have the friends I have here like Layla and everyone here in Dubai, but like. I would say the trio and Elisa are my closest. Yeah, later the shit friend, huh? No, no. no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> I hope she no, l- no, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it I'm in. I'm joking, Leila, I'm joking. Honestly, I, when the, my friend passed away, Leila, on, like, God bless her, because she was truly mm-hmm. there. Like, she was like, I'll come over. I said, I don't want you to come over. Like, I'm just in bed. Like, please yeah. don't come over. But she would, I would, I would just be like, I just, 
I would go on Snap, and you know how like it shows this person's typing. Before I even sent, she would just call me because she knows I want her to call me, and I just call her and just cry on the phone for her. Which I felt bad for because like I'm just dropping everything on her, but at the same time, it's like she was there and I needed that because mm. I had no one. Yeah. So yeah. But um, just in that specific scenario, was anyone you were surprised by the way they reacted? Oh no, everyone reacted. I was surprised that the friend that I like I grew up with didn't reach out. But we stopped being friends. But I was still surprised that they didn't reach out because I would have reached out. Asa. Whoever it was, right. like even if it was like her gardener that passed away, yeah. I would still reach yeah. out because even though our relationship is not the best and it maybe didn't end the best for you, but I like th- if there's something that has happened to you, I would still care at the end of the day. Yeah. So yeah, but I was surprised, but I was like, you know what, it's fine. The people that I had with me, I had them and I needed them, and that's what all that matters. Yeah, I feel people shouldn't be afraid to um, cut people out. True. If you can, and it's also like popularity wise, like, oh, I have little friends, I'm a bit shy about them, don't be, you know? Exactly. It's so healthy and it's so productive to have mates who, you don't have to, you don't have to have like hundreds and hundreds of mates, just like three are enough, four, five. So, thank you so much for coming no, on the podcast. Thank you for having me, it's an honor to be there. And the second guest, right? Yeah, second guest. Absolute honor. Many people are offended because they're like, we are your friends, why are we not there? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Don't get Layla on here. She's going to mess up the panel. No, Layla has to be on here. But um, to whoever's listening, friends, call me back soon.